The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is your boy, co-owner of House of Glory Wrestling, Brian XL. You're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three. What's going on, everybody? Tony G here, better known to the world as Josie's Boy, a.k.a. your girl's favorite artist. And today I'm here to tell you about my company, Painting in Blue. Painting in Blue is a creative process established in 2017, and we specialize in handmade custom leather goods. We coined the term luxury minimalism because we believe even in your everyday life, no matter how much running around you have to do, you can still stand out and be fly. We create everything from luxury handbags to wallets and some of the best leathers you can find that you would love to carry on a day-to-day basis. So if you believe in looking fly while you handle your business while pushing fashion forward, make sure you guys go to paintedinblue.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore painted in blue on Instagram and on Facebook at painted in blue. All right, what's up, everybody? This is a smooth superhero, Mantequilla, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Tabloid. Good? One more time? Nah, we good. Okay. Turnbuckle Tabloid cutting a promo. So, as you guys can see here in the live stream, we have the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, Cebesas, as we say in Spanish. Mm-hmm. We have the beers. We have the uh, the lager that's out. It's the American lager, and the the original, which was the the IPA. Um, that's the first one he came out. Yeah. With, right? So yeah. So what we're gonna do is well, well, Mike. Uh, just tell the people uh, what's your first impressions of thinking what the the beer would be would taste like and such. Well, for a guy that likes beer, I really don't like IPAs, and that's what these really are. I but hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah. IPAs, six point seven percent alcohol. It's not bad. Not bad. That's not bad. L Segundo Brewing <laughs> Company. <laughs> White people trying to read Spanish. I love white people Spanish. Okay. Uh, Broken Skull in India Pale Ale, a badass 6.7% IPA designed by Steve Austin and El Segundo, brewing company for the working man and woman. It features Citra, Cascade, and Chinook hops <laughs> to deliver. I'm just reading what the fuck the can says. To deliver big flavor with an easy finish. Now stop reading and start enjoying this awesome beer. Cheers. Exactly, right? So, And then the, then the moron that actually read it goes bang and then actually. All right. So what we're going to do is um, I, I got you a humongously large beer mug to make it seem. For me? Well. Yeah. Oh, God. No, no, no. This, this won't be for me. I know people are like, what are you doing pouring it like that? Hold on. 
Oh, yeah. Put it next to the microphone so people can hear it. Yeah, that just sounds racist. Uh, <laughs> how? People can take that the wrong way. So you're not you're not a beer drinker, so I'll take a sip. You can take you can take a drink. So um for this is the IPA. So for the song Stone Cold sold me on this after watching this shit on fucking mania. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna try it. So this Cheers. is the IPA. Cheers. All right. Whoa, wow. That is definitely an IPA. That is an IPA, and I'm gonna tell you honestly, wow. Not because I'm trying to get booked. That's actually pretty good. Finish it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I just want to put it back in the camera. No, no, no. Oh, we have another one. Over we there. have another one. That's actually pretty good. I'm. Do you I'm, want to tell the quick story of how you found this? Before, okay, so, um, before you get after the after posting about my uh, love, love beer. of beer, <laughs> <laughs> after posting about my love of beer, no, I um, after watching WrestleMania, mm-hmm. I I said, oh, we gotta try this shit. I said, I gotta try it. We, as, I, in, I've actually we been, as in you said it to yourself. And um, <laughs> brother AJ was here as well. Mm. And um, oh, and then and they hit you with the bomb that it, they sell it around here. Well, no, what it was was that we said we we're gonna try it because I've been wanting to try the Stone Cold beer for a while. The mm. the IPA, the lager is the one that's it's new. It just came out um, not too long ago. Yeah, the IPA has been around for almost like five years now. Is say. it five years? Maybe it uh, feels like it, but this new it feels like it. Yeah, but this new one just came out recently. This so, is the one he was promoting around WrestleMania week, right? So uh, after seeing him clang and bang all of them at all times, I said, On "Bolt nights, you gotta try it." We got. I, I said, "I gotta yeah. try it." He's like, "You motherfuckers better try this shit." I put a lot of time into it, and, uh, and although I live in a neighborhood where it's very progressive when it comes to IPAs and beers, mm-hmm. they didn't have it. So I had a, f- a few people after I posted say, uh, "Well, you know, they have it here, and um, they have it, but it was never really close to where I live at." Right. It wasn't until Brother AJ hits me up and says, "Hey, they have it at this store, which is not too far from the house." And I said, "It's perfect." Two, it's two. It's a, I think two stops away from here from your current location. Right. So I said, "Perfect." I went around and I. Uh, was doing my usual rounds when I when I um, shopping in the neighborhood and such, and it hit me. I said, "Holy shit! I forgot. I gotta go fucking check, find find out they have this beer." Come to find out that the store that has it is actually a beer. Store. It's basically a large liquor uh, place. Uh, consumer, not consumer, but uh, well, yeah, consumer yeah. of a uh, 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 vendor. Sorry, vendor right. of beers. I did not know that. I think if I could, be saying. It's a beer place. Yeah, but no, it's a, it's a regular store, but it has a lot of beers. Yeah. And I um, I was going through it. I even had uh, Super Producer Selly. You were basically in beer heaven. Yeah, I and I had Super Producer Selly looking for it as well, and that's not um, it's not a good look for a parent. Have <laughs> your child, your, your, your high school daughter, to help you look for beer. I was like, yeah, a quick, uh, help daddy find the beer. <laughs> gotta get out of here. I want to drink this shit. So. I had given up because I couldn't find it, mm-hmm. you know, after two passings. And I ah, fuck, I'm going to leave. Yeah, so I realized. You looked left or you looked right. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, it's not around here. So fuck it. Then finally, walking out the store, I looked at a refrigerator that was behind me. And lo and behold, there you go. It was like he was calling for me. Hey, you dumb, stupid ass. The beer's over here. You dumb son of a bitch. You see, you dumb son of a bitch. You and Vince can get stunned at the same time. And I'm like, oh, still cold beer. 
And your reaction when you found it was you screamed out loud. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's here! <laughs> it's right here! Until I realize and find out that um, it's pretty fucking expensive. Oh, God. For a pack of four, each of them came out, like, uh, the, the two four-packs came out to $36 in my neighborhood. Jeez. And I go, this better be really better fucking be good. This shit better be really fucking good, honestly. And um, just had a sip of it so far. And um, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm going to say for the IPA, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's too small, though. For uh, for the price, should mm-hmm. be bigger. I was gonna say, what do you mean by small? Uh, as for like the volume, it's, it's too ah, small. gotcha. It's too small, it's but too small. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like talking about my penis. So um, no, it's actually yeah. I, Your beer I, just tutted at us. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Stone Cold doesn't drink it like you guys do. Stone Cold drinks. Yeah, it I'm not clanging this bitch. Stone Cold drinks it. Drinks after it's all fizzed up. Probably tastes different. All fizzed up. Probably. Yeah, I'm not clanging this bitch. I spent money on this motherfucker. Fuck that. I'm not doing all that. Hell the fuck no. I'm not waiting. <laughs> now, it, now I look at three sixteen again. <laughs> Listen. After, after now watching WrestleMania, I'm now counting how much beers he's. I'm like four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twelve. I'm see, I'm seeing how much money was spilled on fucking beer. It's like a uh, Rick Rick Flair when he talks about I spent more money on spilt liquor than you would ever earn in your life. Woo! <laughs> it's like that kind of look. But um, Marco comments: Thunder Rose is going to be in the Museum of Lucha Libre here in Tijuana, Mexico. Well, congratulations to her. Wow. Good for her. Good for her. Now we know there's a museum. So now doing... Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so now now we're doing this. Um, wow. we'll, we'll have the discussion about uh, uh, possibilities of who should go to Ring of Honor. In, in a fantasy world. Right, in a fantasy world. Because well the reports have been saying that Ring of Honor is going to be used as a developmental territory. Right, Ring of Honor for AEW. What a fucking disrespect that is. Meanwhile, Ring of Honor was probably the best wrestling company for the uh, two the, decades. Un, the unsung best wrestling company. Uh-huh. For Way some better time. than Impact on most years. Right, and uh, for you to say Even now, WWE. for you to say now, we're we're, we're going to be a developmental company. What a fucking slap in a dick. But <laughs> I kind of get what you're saying because a lot of you guys, that a lot of the guys that they have there are independent guys going in. I get right. But, but the guys that were there currently, they're not currently, that were there in Ring of Honor right now are jobless. Right. Like, I doubt they got to bring back Angelina Love. Uh, a lot of the women, they really didn't you, they bring it back. Which, by the way, do you watch NWA? I catch it from time to time. I think um, well, I think most of the Ring of Honor guys have established themselves in NWA now. Right. Like oh, the OGK have. Mm. And now they're doing, and now OGK are stuck in Impact. No, because I only mentioned it because. Um, Shush your lips. I only mention it because um, I I really enjoy NWA, mm-hmm. but um, Velvet Sky does commentary on there, mm-hmm. and boo, it, you're, you're you just too, bring that up because I said Angelina Love's name. Yeah, 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 and boo, you do way too much talking. You gotta take it down a notch. Somebody really has to pull it to the side and tell them like, babe. You gotta stop. I mean, not for nothing. I cringe every time they do. It, it's what time? It's velvet time. Oh, but and um, then she does the Vader thing. Like, like, stop it. Yeah, it's 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 too much. I'm all, I'm all for putting velvet on commentary if you want to get 
people looking at the, looking at her, but funny. she could be good. Yeah, and especially when she has she has um, potential. I mean, shit, like, uh, she, like she could, like she's not wrestling anymore. And if you actually sit her down and actually say, okay, this is how you commentate, she could be one of the great a great female announcer. Yeah, but when she, especially when, when she has sit, when, when she has banter with, with Austin Idol and stuff, and she has that banter going back, it sounds like she, it's, it's like Velvet Sky's character. Yeah, but like, but it's also it's it's so engulfed over what's happening in the ring. It's annoying. Right. Yeah. It, it Who's gets the lead commentator? He figured his name. The, the dude at the far right. Oh my god! It's not Kyle Davis. Kyle Davis. No. is the announcer. I forgot the um. I forgot his name. But he's he's good. Yeah. I, put, I like. put in the comments on the last stream if you know yeah. what I'm talking about. But um. So give a so while I'm while I'm sharing, give a give give a synopsis of what we're going to be doing. So okay. basically, we're going to be going back and forth. Uh, Round, round robin style. Basically, we're not going to be competing against each other. We're going to be basically drafting to help Ring of Honor. Uh, the only people we're not going to be drafting are the current champions because by default they should be Ring of Honor at this point. Um, and as far as like if anybody, if any free agents are available, we'll take them. But we're going to be mostly drafting a good chunk of the AEW roster depending on who they are. It could be guys that are being used now or guys that aren't being used on TV at the moment. Okay, so... Um, I'm also going to try and draft a bunch of women because they do have a women's side, and let's try and actually focus on that. When you first heard about uh, Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor, what was your thoughts? Uh, at, at, at first, I was like, okay, it could be something cool, but then the realization is like, oh, no, it's just going to be... Uh, what it might turn out to be like that doesn't sound cool at all. Like because with the current AW roster and the two show format, one show's succeeding, the other one's not. So if in our fantasy, if it does come true, if Rampage turns into a Ring of Honor Rampage type of thing, and mm. they get the Friday slot two hours, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. But also, be, it would be interesting to see like if Tony Khan hires somebody else to like book it and let him run Dynamite the way he wants to, and see like how much interest Ring of Honor can grab in. Right. Guys, if you want to call in, you can call in at 315-371-4367. That's 315-371-4367. You can call in if you guys want to have to be part of the conversation. Um, I mean, like, do a trial run for at least a month. See, like, like, not officially change the name of Rampage to Ring of Honor Rampage, but try it. Like, because somebody brought this up now that with Ring of Honor being bought and then basically bringing all the titles... And Jay knows he, he he hates me for this when I say I hate like when there's so many titles, but now there's thirteen fucking titles being defended on this show, and one of them's from AAA. I love it. I, I I'm a fan of it. I said I you've never been catering a title, huh? Um, no. You, you could bring um Little Dick Champ. I don't give a fuck. Just, just they're gonna one should be champion. Uh, yeah. All right, now now you're pushing it. Now you but the, now you want everybody to have a belt, right? No, yeah, no, that's too no much. defense. No, no, we're not no doing defense. that. Um, but the best child champion is. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was happy that the, the company got bought. Um, You're happy it fell in the right hands. I don't think it fell in the right hands. Unfortunately, I do believe that if circumstances were different, it might have gotten to WWE's hands. Um, like time to play the game. I that I was really hoping for that. Mm-hmm. And for the way, for as much as they bought, say they said, was uh, the purchasing. Uh, it was a buzz, right? It was about thirty mil, something like that. A little, little over, a little under, something like that. I mean, WCW was what only a million. Well, WCW was like 
Yeah, almost like two million. Mm-hmm. But that was because because they lost the value. They lost the value, and pretty much Warner Media at the time was trying to offset the company. They were done with it, right? Um, but as meanwhile, per- Sinclair was like. Well, Sinclair really didn't care. Is that the, was that the case? Um, they lost money due to the pandemic. Mm, right. Well, and well, they, they didn't run shows for a whole year. They did. And they did the honorable thing to where they um, they paid the, talent. Bring them out to the honorable thing? Yeah, they, they actually they, they paid the talent. So right. that was a good thing. But um, as per the, um, the purchase by Tony... I'm happy because that means more jobs for wrestlers. Mm-hmm. We're 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 happy to see that we we as wrestling fans can get more wrestling. A lot of the guys that are on AEW get another get a second probably chance to get on TV. Yeah, get get another life going on. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. Right. My issue being is, like I mentioned earlier, I'm not a fan of the whole. Well, this is going to be our developmental. Uh, you already have two shows on YouTube that's your fucking developmental. Mm-hmm. Your dark elevation, your dark, and your dark lost world. Uh, your gaming channel. Dark, AEW dark. Um, the gaming channels. No Way Home. Show. Your dark uh, Moon Knight Returns. Whatever the fuck it is that you got going on over there. Why does it got to be dark? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's just... I, I would use it as a stepping stone to where you already have a roster that's so jam-packed. With, with elite stars. Right. And and then you try to bring in guys like Lee Johnson, Lee Moriarty, those types of guys. And they don't have the star power of, say, like MJF right. or Chris Jericho or John Moxley. And they get... They get Toss to the side and they get and they get labeled as the jobbers. Right. And then the other thing more along the line also it's um you 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 need to find a a median a balance to what you have going on legitimately as opposed to what Rampage is. Some uh yeah, Rampage is a weird show. Some fans have said that maybe you should just get rid of Rampage. And just bring Ring of Honor in that slot, like I said. Um, what are you going to like? You said Ring of Honor Rampage. Yeah, but just label like if you want if if there's a branding behind the show, you can keep the show Rampage, but have it be Ring of Honor presents Rampage because AEW presents Dynamite. Right, something of that of that magnitude. Somebody could come up with a different name for a ring. If if you have a two hour Ring of Honor show, what would you call it? Can you close that door? I'm sorry, my apologies. Uh, no, no, I I get it. It's it's like that. Ring of Honor didn't have a show name. It was just Ring of Honor. Right. It was yeah. It was just Ring of Honor. So we we could have some kind of um, I don't know. We don't want to sit there and power through it. And by the way, if you guys don't know, uh, Discovery is on uh, is on the verge of purchasing, um, Warner Media. And is that a good thing? Uh no, actually it's not. It's really it's really not. Because look at the shows that's on Discovery. You have uh the Food Network, you have Discovery Channel, mm-hmm. you have um uh uh, uh Crime TV or mm-hmm. you have uh IFC, that kind of those kind of shows. And the one thing that they don't expose 
is blood and gore. Although mm. they do talk about murders and certain, you know, and right, certain right, but shows, they don't, show they don't show the gruesome and the um the levity of yeah, of, no, what, no, no, of, no, of, of violence. Apparently, so, AW now has been told to like calm that shit down. Have they yet, though? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know if there was blood in the coffin match last night. Um, I doubt it. I don't remember hearing anything about blood. Yeah, I, I just have to say that this is going to be make a break for AEW because now it's like now you might have to uh, book um wrestling. Maybe this is year four of this company's existence. Correct? Yeah, and now we're going to have to actually book wrestling instead of having going to the gimme. Go to gimmick matches. You bring in wrestlers that know how to wrestle, and not you just spot fest monkeys. Maybe, maybe we can do this. Maybe so. Um, and it's not. It's and like I said, it's not to browbeat uh, uh, AEW to a pulp because we've yeah, been we doing actually, it. We love AEW compared to WWE. And listen, I'm right now they're but in equal it, equal for fucking you, level for, for me. You, for me, they're equal level Ben says, run it as a show. It's its own brand. They have like Survivor Series pay per view over pay per view once a year. Will a team of ROH have a Royal Rumble once a year, including our uh, including our race stars? Have a Mania South pay per view once and um, more and more. And listen, that's the hope. That's why I, that's why I pitched it to you the, when I messaged you about it. Yeah, that's the hope. Like their big, like their big show would be double or nothing, or right. whatever, whatever their big show would be called. Double or nothing would be cool because it'd be double shows, like it'd be uh, uh, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but still, it it, it goes it along. Increased, it, we usually get what four pay per views. It, it it wouldn't be bad to increase it like to six. A pay, yeah, a we pay, could get a pay per view every pay, other month. Pay per view two months. Yeah, every other month it works. Really like the what Ben said, uh, we could do like brand supremacy. Like which which company is better, Ring of Honor or AEW? Right, and I'm okay with it. Let it be even. Yeah, are you fidgety over there? Because you got the mic. Sorry, <laughs> you're nervous. Like, no. <laughs> you've been doing this for a long, for a long time. Why would I be nervous? I don't know. I don't know. You're fidgety we're, over there. We're gonna suck at this draft. <laughs> we're gonna uh, fuck it up. I don't know. So okay. So uh, leading leading up to that, let's um. Give me, give me your idea of how, how you want to do this. So, like I said, the champions are... So, the current champions at this moment for Ring of Honor are Jonathan Gresham, Samoa Joe, uh, Mercedes Martinez, and Deanna Perazzo, technically. Okay. And FTR. All right. I'm not missing anything. Yeah, that's all the Ring of Honor champions. Mm-hmm. So, so all of them, by default, will go to Ring of Honor. Right. So, by the way, we're go- I'm opening up the logger right now. We're going to try this one out. Uh-oh. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Whoopsie. Let me finish this. All right. So this is this is very this is very this is a good moment. Oh, look at the poor. Look at the poor. And this man has not worked at a bar ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I played one on TV. Cheers. Cheers. To beer number two. So this is the lager. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, I like this more than the IPA. Right? Yeah. Let me see. For me, IPAs always taste weird. I don't like the distinct taste. This is actually good. I don't like the smell, but the taste is actually really good. It actually smells like someone's ass. Okay, it got better. Hold on. It got better. No, it smells like beer. <laughs> yeah, it got, it got better. It got better. must have been my breath when I went in. So I um, the mixing of both beers. Uh, I'm going on. That's my third mix of beers because I had my other one. So, um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, that's actually good. That's actually a good. That's a that's a good lager right there. It's a nice hop. Um, nice hop. Yeah, I want to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So so just to um just to kick this off, you want to start off first. Who 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 would be your first pick to go to uh, Ring of Honor? First pick, I'm taking Brian Danielson. It's an easy pick, though. Yeah, such a gimme. I mean, it's Ring of Honor. Why would why would we not bring Ring Brian? Brian oh the oh yeah, the pure champions will Yuta. Do you, do you, yeah, right, do you right, want yeah. to bring him over, or do you want him? You to have to. You have to. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Um, don't they have a? Oh no, because they don't have the the six man tags over there yet. No. And that's the other I, thing too. I think the righteous technically won them. But that's the other thing too, because they um they haven't uh, confirmed any of the previous champs as well. Mm-hmm. To be. Tied to the I mean, that was Supercut show, they basically said to all the old Ring of Honor guys, fuck you, give us your belts. Yeah, basically. Like Josh Woods lost his belt. Red Titus lost his belt. The Briscoes lost their belts. Meanwhile, the Briscoes are a team that you can't bring in. All right. Ben is already my first pick is Cesaro. <laughs> but he, he's an he's he's indie. But the funny thing is, like I said, we couldn't mention free agents. He, okay. He's a free agent. Okay. So Claudio Cesaro would definitely be a ring around to pick up. Okay. Uh, my first pick that by the way, are we bringing in EC three? We'll we'll discuss that. <laughs> uh, my first pick uh will be a a uh a young talent there that would flourish in that type of wor- uh, world will be um Daniel Garcia. That's another good. That's another good pick. Yeah, I would take Danny Garcia there. I think that he would, he 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 embellish. He he fits what they want, mm-hmm. but he's also a guy that maybe uh, five, six, seven years ago would have been a true talent there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I would go. Uh, I mean, if uh, Ring of Honor didn't pick him up, Ring of Honor definitely would have got snatched him up right away. Right. Um. Um. I, I, it's tough because a lot of, a, a lot of the, the AEW talent show that they could be that, um, that kind of wrestler, mm-hmm. but it's also been washed away because of what AEW had done to them. Right. So like, who would be another one for you? Uh, I'm going to go, with, I'm going to go with the woman. I'm going to go with Serena Deep. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Deep is perfect. Deep, she 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 fits in that mode. It, it fits perfectly. Yeah, she 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 fits that model. She fits um that kind of uh, uh presence. Uh, she she as a heel and even as a face, she worked perfectly there. Right. Um, I'm more inclined to say that. I'll bring her. I wish that they, she was util, utilized more mm-hmm. as a um. Influence or an uh, advancement kind of um, like, like in a, tool like, in like, AEW, like an Italia type role, something like that. And she's okay with it because yeah. she's comfortable with it. But uh, for Ring of Honor, she would flourish as right. something major. I mean, not that if like the Blackpool Combat Club, like she could, they, if they need a woman, she'd be perfect for that. Rich always says, uh, the boss Rich always says that any faction that is created needs a female. You always need at least one female, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm cool with that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll go it female. Shows, it shows diversity, right? I'll go female as well, and um, I have 
two avenues that I can go to with right now when it comes to females, but um, I would go because you you want to go not only female route but also expand to uh, other countries, especially when uh you want to uh, reach out to, mm-hmm. to to let the 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 world know that ROH is back. I would go Harkar Shida. Mm. I would take Sheeta. The feud continues. Yeah, I, I, and and I didn't initially th- think about it, but I, I always said that she could be universal. If she would just stop that fucking chair, that spot outside the ring, mm. she'd be fine. But other than that, she's actually, a, you know, she can be a. Um, it, it's scary. A how, marketable. It's scary how, a inter- how international wrestler. It's scary how in a year she lost the title and she has been she's been barely used on TV at the moment. I mean, listen, they they just want to show that they have an Asian somewhere, so that's what they do. So bring in Riho from time to time. Be like, hello, who? Riho cares. Nobody knows who okay. the fuck it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pick a tag team here to the. Try and beef up the tag division mm-hmm. and give and give especially one of them a bigger spotlight. The varsity blondes. Really? Yeah. Is there any um especially, any, for, especially for like Brian Pillman Jr. Is there any um like reason is there is there any comparisons to anyone from back in the ROH days that you would say that to? Mm. Because that's a that's a that's a that's a good reach there. I, I, I would I definitely like say like they like if they ever turn heel, they could give off like a kingdom vibe, like like, like the douchey blondes, right? Like that, like that type of thing, especially with like Julia Hart, right? But especially for like Brian Pillman Jr., if like him and Griff ever split up in Ring of Honor, like he could flourish, like he could be TV champion, or even if a bigger push, he could be the world champion, right? Build up on his dad's legacy that they've been trying to do, and then MJF squash that bullshit in a fucking instant. Okay. I get that. Also, and with the AEW current tag division, they are at the low totem pole. Ben is like third pick, <laughs> William Regal as general manager. But that's automatic. Obvious. That's obvious. Yeah, those are obvious. Um, Regal, Samoa would be, J- Regal would be like the. Ring of Fire would turn into fucking NXT at this point. I mean, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, and Lethal, even when you even Dunn. when you when you picked um, Brian Danielson, yeah. it's like those are guys that are automatically will help. To make that that also would but if you would you bring in Moxie over would that help bring him on? No, right. No. I think I don't think so. No. He, he'd be but he's an AEW guy. I'll tell you a tag team that I would like to see flourish there because they're not utilizing them well mm-hmm. where right now um, in AEW. They would be great in ROH and he could actually help to um, enhance one of their talents mm-hmm. uh, as much as I have heat with them because oh, I, I would say. Who. Private party. Mm-hmm. I think private party would be great, and I would do a whole gimmick change with them. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I, I, I would Pimps. revamp them. <laughs> Pimps, huh? Pimps. <laughs> Why? Because they're black. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would give them more um, an aggressive edge. I would give mm. them. I would give them maybe like a heart, uh, like a hurt business kind of look, or maybe a heart foundation look. Like mm-hmm. that kind of like that kind of thing, maybe a rockers kind of look, and just mm-hmm. let them just go out there and just do whatever. Because you done went and got uh, top flight, so what's the pur- like the purpose of Younger having versions them? of them? Exactly. So, and it's not even by much, right? So exactly, that's a scary thing. Yeah, it's not even by much. I would, I would actually people, have people are like, oh look how like look how high Mark and Jose get. Meanwhile, fucking Dante Martin fucking beats them so damn so badly. Uh, ben says Red Dragon. No, I would, I would not. I would keep them in AEW. Yeah, they they need to run the gambit there. 
And they They've really, already had their title in Ring of Honor. Yeah, and I think they should run the gambit in um, AEW. They need to show and prove that they are the elite um, tag team in there. And also... If, and but, give them that last one because Bobby's going to be the one that's going to be out. So, yeah, and when they do older. split up, then Bobby can be the one going to Ring of Honor and Kyle stays in right, AEW. Right, right. So who do you have next? Uh, I'm going to go with another female here. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony Storm. Mm. Same same thing with Takashi, international flavor, and also kind of beef up some of the matchup matchups because the problem with Ring of Honor in their women's division was that they brought in a lot of women who really didn't have any name recognition. Right. And if you bring in a name like Tony Storm, who who just basically walked out of WWE around Christmas time, right. it would be perfect for Ring of Honor. And her worth ethic is, is perfect. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. Um, but here's here's the thing. I, I think Does, matches with her against D Mercedes and her car would be perfect for the, to try and show like like this is real women's wrestling type thing. Yeah, and that and she's a good look because it shows confidence that Tony's gonna uh, really carry over that Ring of Honor look, right? For for um for the females, that's a good look. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a a female pure division. Yeah, I want to see that. And and the four, and the four women that we picked, two of them, two out of the four, are perfect. Right, and Tony could get into that as well. Yeah. So and also Deanna too. And Deanna, yeah, definitely Deanna could be in there. Depends on what her impact thing is. Right, that's still that's still confusing. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go another tag team, which I think um, is not utilized um, for their best right now, and they showed even in their early days. That um, the early days of AEW that they can be a team to be um, monitored, especially gimmick wise and such. But they just fucking change them too many times. But yet they look menacing. They look that they could be a problem, and they look like that um, they could be a, a challenge to any face that goes. And I'm gonna go to Butcher and the Blade. That's actually perfect. And I would put them with um, uh, Silas Young. The real men, right? And I would put them with uh, what, uh, what's that? Um, Josh Woods, maybe. Yeah, Josh Woods would fit there too. Yeah, Josh it, the Goods Woods. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's that'd be interesting. It screams would, would, Ring of Honor. Would for you me. bring the bunny over or keep her away? Well, you have to because it, it, yeah, because yeah, it comes. will be the she'll be the, the blade. Yeah, she'll be the Marina Canellas of that group. So and mm, it works better. There for you her. go. Yeah. Also, Butcher and the Blade have that mercenary gimmick, so they could work for any of the top of heels in AEW. Yeah, that fits. Ring of Honor. That fits for them. Yeah, because another in theory, also they're on the low, low totem pole in AEW in the tag division. In Ring of Honor, they could be right at the top. Right. Who you got next? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be splitting up a team here, actually, and, oh. and, and put one of them in the pure division. Oh, on, okay. On Hariko. Ooh, a guy that ha- that's known for his submission, who's really known for his high flying, but his submission skills and mat wrestling is underrated, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And with it, with Jack Evans leaving, and Hollywood is definitely going to need something. And I think like a run in the peer division could definitely. But Jack Evans him. has said that he's already done with the company. Yeah, so. exactly. So you bring in, if you give new life into Hollywood into in Ring of Honor, it'd be something interesting to see. A mixture of high flying and mat wrestling. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna say that's actually a good. It's a good look. Uh, he's he's very underrated because 
in Mexico, he's very much loved and, and beloved. He was he was a, he was also I mean, very Lucha Underground. He was a fucking that's what I'm saying. Favorite. Lucha, yeah, just injury, injury, injury. Yeah, Lucha Underground. They loved uh, the fan base. Loved him there. So I'm gonna say that's that 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 can work. And if you put him in the pure style, mm-hmm. it kind of slows down his uh, work rate mm-hmm. and keeps him more technical. Keeps him more. And when he does the high flying stuff, it'd be for special moments. Right, right. Uh, I like that. That's actually a good one. Uh, I'm actually gonna go not as a wrestler, not as not not to go too far uh, outside the ring. I'm gonna go to commentary, and I'm gonna say that Jim Ross will be. Oh a, God damn it! I got drafted again. <laughs> but I will like him. Remember, I got drafted at SmackDown. I quit the day after. But I will like him on ROH because he would have to. He would work. In that world, and I it would sound it, like he would have to work. <laughs> but he would have to work in that world, like if he was going back to his old days mm-hmm. of WCW. I mean, I forgot uh, that I, I noticed recently with this, especially with Samoa Joe, he's bringing life back into his commentary because that's Jim Hart still likes the big sweaty fucking men. That's what he's been used to. Look at that. Ben says he's uh, Ben says yeah, yes, and Halico is very underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad somebody also loves our pick. Ooh, ooh. Um, uh, JD has said that um, Buddy Matthews, did you have him uh, on your list? No, I didn't think about Buddy But that's Matthews. actually pretty good, though. So I, you split him off from House of Black? Yeah, that's actually pretty good. I think that I think that's also better for Buddy. Yeah. And Malachi and, and Brody King are better off as a team, I think, as a trio. Right. That's actually, that's actually a good look. Um, uh, who else you got? Uh, uh, I would also, I guess, also for for work rate too. Uh, I'd bring in the factory. So it'd be the Q- whole QT, Camarado, Anthony Agogo, Aaron mm. Solo. I was about to do the Jim Cornette thing, but I don't want to do that thing. <laughs> Anthony Agogo. No, uh, yeah, I think if you, when you think of Ring of Honor, it's gonna be like ring mat type of stuff, and that Camarado is that big type of dude. That is Solo. They could be the bodyguard. Uh, Anthony Gogo could definitely be a pure guy, if you think about it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, he fits for that. Yeah, definitely. Right. And then like you have QT and Aaron Sol as a team, right? Uh, I think like because then if AEW doesn't really scream like elite. Because like, mm. when you look at them, it's like, oh, there's really no appeal to them. But, like under a Ring of Honor, like the gritty, ring mat type of style, they do fit that better. I think. Right. Um, I'm gonna say that if you're gonna use like the whole, it'd just be uh, those four, really. How how Ring of Honor like to to bring up talent, especially like the young lions that they always used to share from. Um, from New Japan and such like that. If you really wanted to put somebody over, especially this day and age, ridiculously, and if you want to have like that kind of uh, throwback to ECW kind of thing, I would say Hook. Mm, yeah, I would put Hook there. Also, I'll, I'll add to that. You mentioned conversations. I would also bring in Taz. Have Jr. and Taz be your two man commentary yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. They have chemistry together, and with Taz. That with the best, with with the pure wrestling matches, oh my god, he have a fucking field day with that. Yeah, I am. Um, and then with AEW, you have uh, Tony be your play by play, and Excalibur be a color guy. 
Yeah, I think Hook would really flourish in that environment. Yeah. It would be um it would be something to wear that I don't have Ricky Hobbs like like step away from team like Team Taz, that type of thing. No, I would keep him as Team Taz. Right. But, 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 I also see, but like, not I, there. I see Hook being like the guy that beats Ricky though. Like takes that belt. Like give me my dad's belt back. Right. Uh, uh another pick. Really? <sighs> Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go with somebody that hasn't been seen in a while, and in, in the Ring of Honor banner, it'd be interesting to see Miro. Ooh! Now, for me, I would I'm, say I'm, that a big guy like I could definitely see him holding the Ring of Honor world title. But for me, I'm like, that's AEW's fault for not using him. Well, they well he well they let him run his character. Into shit right. when he first came in. With now, the, I understand that as, he as was... As the gamer, but he has redeemed himself. The on, Redeemer! As as um, as the Redeemer. But I think with his current character and, and under Ring of Honor banner, it'd be... His problems would mean more. It'd be like, God, like, I, like, I'm bringing honor back to the ring type thing. Like, <laughs> like I can just imagine those types of promos. Yes, um, uh, yes, Ben, because we, we're, we're talking about just AEW... Um, Letting loose some of their talent to go to we'll the We'll do a few more picks on the current roster and then talk about free agents. Yeah, we'll yeah, in. we'll do that. We'll, we'll do it. But right now, we're, who, who would I mean, the, I mean, the first one we mentioned, free agents is uh, Cesaro, so that's definitely a, a lock. I'll tell, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you another one that can go there that. Um, From the current roster? Of AEW? Yeah. Who um, I felt that has been showing that he can be a, a talent and maybe. One way or another, depending on the match that it happens, that we could we we we, we could show him for him to who he is, and he's proven that he can build up to what it is. I will say ten. Preston Vance. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You keep the. Ma- I, I would say I would yeah, I would I'll keep the mask keep for a little ma- bit. Keep the and mask and change the name. I would keep. I I would I would. Would be like press, I would keep press the name. Ten, I would keep. Ten. I would keep the name and take the mask off. Like I. No, I'll actually keep the mask because if we give him like an intimidating mask, it could be something. If it, right. and it, he's he's a body guy, he's trying to get bigger, bigger every week. Right. But if you give him like a, like a type of Bane type of mask, mm. and, he, and you give him like a manager, it would definitely work. Yeah, but for me, he'll start looking like um. Chief uh, Swanson Bane. No, he'll look like the dude from MLW for 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 a little bit. I forgot um. King Wentz? No, 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 no. It's, it's the other guy that um has been going after Fatsu. It's it, it's been oh uh, Matt Kruger. Kruger, yeah. It's yeah, just that been, guy's, oh my god. It's, yeah, it's exactly. It's one of those weird ones. I think that he needs to have a moment in time to where he has to um move away from the mask and start showing that he can work. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Who else you have? Uh, I mean. I'm also bringing the guy. Uh, no, uh, let me go with this guy because I had him in my mind first. But I was, I'd bring in a veteran that can also work the mid card and the pure style. Dustin Rhodes. Ooh, okay, yeah, okay. Basically, bringing vet, veteran style and yeah, basically everything I said. Right. Yeah. Maybe also another like thing for his. But like, you know, the career. other thing is that his time is is ticking. Like it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's there. I'm saying, but you also bring him, like, bring him in for on-screen stuff, and yeah. then maybe like, like a backstage role. Yeah, bring him on and be a like, head manager for somebody. Yeah. 
Uh, I think like guys also like Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson. Could, you could definitely bring over. I know a guy. Because I'm like trying to think of like, like those guys, like Captain John Dean, Lee Moriarty. Like those guys who could be mixing around. As much as we love Wheel of I really wouldn't want him in Ring of Honor. I think he could stay <laughs> in AEW. But if I, w- I think if I split up the best friends, which one would you rather take, Trent or Chuck? Oh, Trent, definitely. For Ring of Honor? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but another- they definitely put him and Rocky Romero back together because I prefer that team over the best friends. Another one that I would take. I keep Chuck with Orange Cassidy. That'll be a um, signature for their. Um, their high flyers and also their um, uh, um, they don't have a cruiserweight. Maybe their TV title and such. I'd be like a light heavyweight title, or something, light, or something like that. I would say um, Swerve Strickland. That's a good pick. Yeah, Swerve is mm-hmm. Swerve is perfect to be in, in Ring of Honor. He, right. you could actually have him. Um, he could be TV champion. Uh, you could actually, yeah, TV champ. You could you could put you could pair him with maybe. Um, uh, um, okay, bring back his Kenny group. King. Bring his, bring his group in. Yeah, you can, yeah exactly. Bring his his full his bring, full faction. Bring, in. bring Hit Rowan. Wait, wait, with Kenny King maybe managing them or something like that, and that role or be part have of it. Kenny King and Swerve be a team. Something like that. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be actually fucking really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy I'm gonna take from the uh, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian would be like an interesting pick for Ring of Honor. Kip, yes, but it's if, like if if, if like you bring, or like, I'll bring it, I'll bring them in together. Kip and Penelope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need like a power. You need like a douchey power couple type thing. Why? Um, because <laughs> it's about um, Sammy and fucking uh, Sammy well, and, no, and Conti is not doing it enough. They're not doing it enough. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Like that could be your battle of the brands, one douchey couple against another douchey couple. Right, <laughs> you can have that going on. Um, but okay, Keith well, Lee? what do we think about two more, two more? Well, let me ask you just about Keith Lee. Would you move him over? Is he? Does I he would. Fit Ring of Honor. I would. I would. I would. Um, although I know they want to emphasize because if if you if you're sitting there seeing that Miro. Should go to Ring of Honor, yeah. then that'd be, that'd you got to keep Keith. You got to keep Keith Lee there at, at AEW. Mm-hmm. So it's so uh, like one of the so you you got you got to lose. It's interchangeable between the two, right? Keep both. Almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I think for like other veterans like Scorpio, Daniels, Daniels, and Kazarian, they could go back to Ring of Honor. Um, but that's another automatic though. It's mm-hmm. like it kind of mm. Ethan Page. Now, was it Page at ROH before? I don't think so. I he was might he, was he there was with, with I think he Alexander. Might have, he might have been. I, I think he may, I think it may be like, but even it may so, be brief though. But even so, if he did go back, he he would be a, a heat seeker there, as in a, a, a good. Uh, he could be a, a main good, event, honestly. good heel there. Yeah, it, it's a good look for him there. I would uh, on his own. He could be a main event in Ring of Honor easily. He could yeah, be, he could be like the fucking MJF to Ring of Honor to MJF and AEW. I'll give you um as much as as much as this probably won't resonate Happen. with a lot of people, but I think there's another one that will be a main eventer guy and will flourish there because they're not utilizing him well in the roster. I'm gonna say Pac, mm. and he's in. He, you could utilize him 
in yeah, I th- I think the, there. I think it's over for the Death Triangle. Yeah, I think you could utilize them there, and you could utilize them in the pure division as well if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pac would be fucking great there. I, I, it works. Uh, and then last pick. I'm gonna. How many do you have left? For, for mine, I'm gonna go with the, another woman. Uh, uh, hold on. I'm trying to remember. Trying to look at their roster. Make sure I know who's on this shit. <laughs> do you have a? Do you have a? Uh, mm. Okay, now. But what about Sean Spears? Uh, I think his time has passed. I honestly really? do. Yeah. Um, unless he's coming in as um enhancement kind of talent. Um, oh, here we go. Um, so. This is, so I just wanted to ask about Sean Spears, but final pick legit legit Layla Hirsch. Oh, uh, I would have said that a year ago, but not now. No, after the, after a couple of matches that she's been having lately, woof! Like, ooh, yeah, it's been it's been uh, cringy lately. Mm. I don't know whether it's the gimmick or just you could have just uh, had her be. The the wrestling slash you know pro wrestler kind of gimmick going on, but what you're doing right now with having her doing too much with what I would have loved to have her just because of her her size to show that she yeah. was a, a mini powerhouse. Like mm-hmm. she could have been the female division Taz if they did that. Right. It would have been great that they did that. Right. That would have been smart. But there still could be a chance. Maybe if they would have moved to the Ring of Honor. Maybe. My last pick for me to go to Ring of Honor. And people are going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm going to go, yeah, because I know the crowd. I know the crowd. I know the fan base. And he'll be more over there than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And it's Orange Cassidy. You really want Orange? Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. Orange Cassidy. Makes more sense in that crowd base than anything else. Mm. But know what to be the funny thing is he'd be in the pure division. But listen, think about it. He's, not with the way he's with the way he's. But think style. about it. They had Danhausen. Mm. They had Dalton Castle. They had those gimmicky kind of guys. Mm. You know. Well, Dalton's actually legit. Yeah, but true. still, it's like they had those kind of gimmicks there. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy fits perfectly there. You know. You know, I could see him in matches with the Beer City Bruisers and shit like that, like that mm. kind of fucking thing. Um, that's their circle book. But for you to have an AEW crowd and want to get that rating, the, 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 those draws, his gimmick dies. So at least in a, a ROH kind of audience, you could see him change because they accepted when Dalton Castle became a pure guy. They accepted that. You saw when um, Punishment Martinez went from what the fuck he was to a different kind of guy. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, but Cassidy, I think that it would that and exactly that's exactly what it would be. It'll be Orange Cassidy, his bullshit, fucking stupid gimmick he has, and all of a sudden it'll change and it'll be just Cassidy. Mm. And he'll go out there. So that'll be that's my last pick for them. Mm. All right, so that's 
Other than on the current AEW roster taken to Ring of Honor. Yeah, because it's it's necessary because everybody else that's on the AEW roster right now could could get benefit from getting more time on right. AEW TV. You know, and I could have added guys like Jake Hager. That's a, that's it's a filler kind of guy. I could have added guys like Jack I think with Evans, guys like him, uh, uh, um, guys like um, yeah, you could get a visit from Eddie Kingston from here and there and shit like that. Um, Brody's been a Ring of Honor guy from before. Um, uh, the Gun Club could make a visit there or whatever. But if you want to put Ring of Honor on the map, those are the guys that I feel as though that we put out there. And, that, and it fits their brand. It fits the brand, yeah. Guys. Right. Gun Club is actually one that, yeah, could could be good there too. But After, uh, the, after the live stream, we're going to go over all the picks and write down the list of all the guys we picked. Um, Andrade could have been yes. one. Yes, Andrade is another one. You know what? I put I replaced Brian Anderson with Andrade. Yeah, fuck my first pick with Brian Anderson. You can say <laughs> well, I'll take Andrade first. Yeah, Andrade definitely would be yeah. definitely there. But um, guys, what you think? We'll talk about it on uh, the group page and such. So guys, don't go anywhere. All right, cut that promo. All right, let's go. All right, this is Jimmy Lloyd, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. To the point to where we hated Roman Reigns, and we got to the point to where now he's the biggest heel in pro. If you want to look at that proximity in wrestling right now, but also the biggest turn in WWE's history. This is probably the turn that many people had cried for to happen with John Cena. But it happened with Roman. It's an outstanding look on how the landscape of wrestling, uh, excuse me, depending on how you look at it, sports entertainment is projected. And no one can say any different about what Roman is doing right now is not the anticipus of what wrestling is sports entertainment is we sat there in the early mid 2000s and saw Roman come in and the him being the muscle the look the body and we often question what was going to be his role from here on out. If those who followed the NXT early days or FCW days, we, we knew what or who Roman was, but we weren't quite sure 
of who he was going to be at this point. We know his lineage. We knew of his background. We knew of his family. But yet, WWE always finds a way to... How um how polite can I say? Fuck things up. And they did. They genuinely did. Because they knew that um when it came to the fan base that and they their thought was, yeah, we'll 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 make him great. But it didn't work that way, did it though? didn't seem to work that way. It seems as though that the the audience wanted him to be something different, something changing. And it took a long time for that to happen. It took a it took Royal Rumbles, it took pay-per-views, it took a long time for WWE to say that, uh, yeah, the initiative that we're pushing out for him doesn't seem to be gravitating to the audience. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Roman has shown that even with the face look that he can carry off the malicious and mean side of a wrestler. We blame WWE for not cashing in on it in the early stages of his career, but we also said, like, God, I love him in the Shield. It's fucking awesome. But then what? What did we get? What was the outcome we got him in title runs as a face where the fans was like fuck him we got him in runs where he was a savior in certain matches and the fans were like fuck him we got him in uh triple threat tag team matches where he Outstood or was outstanding more than the wrestlers that was in that match, and the fans were like, fuck him. So, what did we do? What did we do? We booed. We let we let our opinions know. We booed. We weren't happy with him. Don't try to give him the new Cena look. We weren't happy with it. Then he disappeared and we find out that um, he didn't disclose to the fan base that he is a leukemia survivor or going through it. And he had to go through it again. And a fan base just gravitated to that. Wow. Reality hit. And did it mean that? Did it mean that Roman should come back as a face? That the fan base was going to accept that? Hmm. 
We think about when Roman was on the sh- was in the shield and he was the muscle and came time to to beat ass when the um the power bomb was gonna happen. He was the fixture of it, and everybody was like, "Yeah." But when it came to the fact that um he became a single after Seth hit him with the chair. Ambrose slash Moxley went and started doing his own thing. What happened to Roman? And we saw what happened. He started slowly but surely climbing up the ladder of a face. And then, and then, people didn't like it. It was like trying to force feed an individual with hot dogs when they already had eaten 85 of them. We knew where we were going with with him. After he um, did leukemia uh, diagnosis and he went away, nobody even thought whether or not and how he would come back. And how did he come back? He came back with force and he came back with emphasis. Roman came back as the Roman we had been asking for for a long time. We couldn't do it with Cena, but we should be tipping our hats that WWE gave us one with Roman. Did it start off easy? No, didn't. Because he's still. It was during the the uh, Titan Drome screen. No real fans in the audience era. So it was a slow build, but once, once the live crowds came back in. That was the barometer. That went and showed you that. Him. Being. The heel. How can we argue this? I've always liked Roman. I did. I, I liked Roman when he was phase heel. Whatever the case may be. Yep. He had a great look. I mean, personality-wise, it was hit or miss. I I, I wasn't a fan of the um, the script, the script writers, but as opposed to him being him, it sounds like a it sounds like it was meant to be. Someone said, "Don't write for him. He'll he'll do it," and that's what's. That's really mattered with the promos. Roman sitting there spitting the suffering succotash kind of lingo and vernacular wasn't resonating with the crowd. Crowd knew it. The back knew it. Executive knew it. And Roman knew it. But how is it that we would get him 
to be acknowledged as the tribal king, the head of the table. We just let him be him. Now, mind you, are we going to sit there and say that the same guy who's an asshole on screen is the same asshole in life? I don't know because I don't run in that circle. I do know one thing is that what he's doing these days is not what a lot of talent has done in previous years. Brock Lesnar had a belt and he would disappear for months at a time. And all you would hear from the roster is when Brock Lesnar gets here or when I see Brock Lesnar, blah, blah. Roman is there every week. Sometimes two shows. He's living the lifestyle of I am the best that is. I am the best that's out there doing it. There's not a lot of people who could hold that. Maybe their schedule doesn't pertain it. Maybe um, the storyline doesn't pertain it, but there hasn't been a week for some time that I could say that Roman's not there. Be it by a phone call, be it by video chat, be it by a promo or a match. Roman isn't there. It takes a lot to be a heel because a lot of people don't want to be in that world and for Roman he embraces it he takes that he owns it and it's it, it's a trait that not a lot of people admit to wanting to do or can do look at the end of the day you could talk about the battle of the promos, battle of the promotions, battle of the companies and the talent. But at the end of the day, when you look back and you peel back the layers of wrestling for the past, I'll even say five years. The one name that people recognize is Roman Reigns. Someone mentioned that. There's never going to be a next John Cena. I agree with that. I think John Cena is the last of the celebrity slash wrestler. I don't see it happening anywhere else unless Vince could pull one out the ass like an Olsen theory and such. Maybe, but coming back at the school from the stone colds or the um the rocks the maybe there's no one else you can say the other than that is John Cena Cena is the last ever breathing pure anticipus of a wrestler celebrity It's not a bad thing. It is the thing. But 
for Roman, this is his world. This is where he'll flourish. And this is where he can continue to be the face of a company. Do I see Roman getting uh, TV roles? Sure. But would it say would they have the same impact as a as a rock or Cena? No. Will they sign him because of his looks or you know how his you know his charisma's carrying him in the company? Maybe. But is this does it share the same impact as a John Cena? No. I don't think so. But what I do know is what he's doing, what he's doing for the company right now is substantial. It's ridiculous. It's not of the norm. Because this is a man that he could have tipped, dipped, and dodged a couple of years ago. Be it through leukemia or the fact that they didn't cheat him right. But he's there. Every night. Punching in, even if it's just to be a guy in the background for a show, or he's waiting for his um, his segment at a table in the ring, whatever the case may be, he puts it on every fucking time. So if I'm gonna take a bow this week, I'll take the bow to Roman Reigns because. There's a lot of individuals out there that give shit to what the company or the promotion is or how they're doing. But right now, although his face and his brand isn't marketable as always, but him, him as an individual, as a wrestler, as a champion, as a man who can go out there every night and put on a can put on a match that people will watch and hold their 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 attention to Roman Reigns is that dude when we come back we want, we got much more to talk about so guys don't go anywhere to the ground took you guys in a second and um bow your head to the uh, head of the table take you guys in a second Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Turnbuckle Tabloid.